Hey everybody, it's Kyle with the Building Automation Drive Home, and uh, I'm bringing to you episode number one. Aren't you excited? Congratulations, you're here. <laughs> Heck, I'm here. Um, so, what's the premise? Uh, what's what's the scoop? Uh, the, the scoop is that I get a lot of windshield time as a building automation uh, technician, and I keep hearing, I, I, so I consume a lot of podcasts and I keep hearing everyone say, Hey, if you're interested in this, don't wait till the right time. Just do it. Get started. Don't wait till you got a $5,000 microphone and, you know, producer and all that kind of stuff. Just get started, get putting out some content, see how you do, see how people like it, etc. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, and, and my premise to this is bringing you my lessons learned through the day. And uh, I'm gonna start one, start this off with one that uh, uh, happened last week, right at the end of the week. Um, so quick, quick little bit of background. I have bounced around a little bit as of late uh, with jobs. And I say bounced around, I left my first building automation job and uh, was, was branching out trying to find a new path and get, you know, take some new opportunities. And I thought I really found a good place in one of the big boys and uh, one of the, one of the big boys for building automation. And as it turns out, I was wrong. Um, I think the company itself is just fine. Uh, The branch I was at was not conducive to a positive work environment for me. And so I moved along after eight or nine months and have since found uh, another company I've been at for about a month and a half. And it's a small company and we sell Johnson products and it's fantastic uh, so far. I've, I've heard a lot of varying reports about Johnson products and quite frankly, I think all the negative ones that I've found so far anyway are pretty unfounded. I'm really enjoying the product line. I really enjoy the people that I get to work with and uh, I, and I'm working. It's fantastic. So lessons learned. What, what did I pick up the other day? So I've got a brand new product line to me. And as you always all know that, that, that can be challenging. Um, you know what you need to get done, but you don't know how to do it. And so that's where I was at and or it's where I still am at. And I walked into a new job site. I'd just been handed the job uh, the day before, basically, and said, hey, you know, this is already all programmed. Databases are already installed. Devices are installed. Just go do point to point and you'll be fine. Like, all right, whatever. So I head out there and I immediately found a couple little uh, connectivity issues and whatnot, nothing major, but um, I think I was trying to do it differently than most people have been doing it, uh, and not good or bad, just different. And so I had some problems with that. And then I started actually checking out VAV boxes. And this is a, a single story building, two air handlers, probably about 30, 35 VAVs, something like that. Um, chiller boiler, etc. No, sorry. DX boiler system um, for cooling and heating. And so 
almost every VAV is a reheat box. They've got hot water reheat on them. And immediately, very first one, right out of the gate, uh, valve was running backwards. So, for the hot water. So, here in Colorado, we will typically have spring return fail open hot water valves. Um, so if the power goes out, that valve just springs open and you walk away. Now, what we also typically do is then have a reverse acting signal. So zero volts is 100% and 100 or 10 volts is 0%, 100 volts. Woo. And that's how you cook an actuator. Um, so that when we are not sending it a signal, it's wide open. It kind of corresponds with the spring. That doesn't really matter, but it's just a consistency thing that I think most folks around here typically do. And so that's what we were trying to get set up. And I was like, oh, well, this one's backwards. So I'll just flip the little, the little dial on the actuator, make it run the other way and for the zero to 10 signal and we'll be good to go. And so I did that and I moved on to the next one and it was the same way. And so was the next one. And, and I, uh Oh, you know, now I've, I'm eight deep into this thing. I'm eight boxes into it. The grid's already in the guys are going around dropping tiles. And I was on my way home and I thought, Oh, you fool. You didn't check the programming. Cause I didn't do the programming. And so I wasn't thinking about worrying about it. Somebody else did it. And uh, so I just didn't, it didn't even register in my mind until the drive home. And that's the worst for me is the drive home regrets. Um, and then of course, you know what happens is you got to wake up and get at it the next morning and go redo half the stuff that you just did the day before. And that's exactly what I did. Um, so there were a couple of ways this could have played out. Uh, the, the, the first was that I was right and everything I did was fine. And I got to keep doing that going forward. Uh, the other way is that I was wrong in what I did that the, uh, the little pot shouldn't have been turned and, um, and that the programming was indeed backwards and that I'd have to go back and redo everything that I did for the hot water valve the day before. The other option that I had was that I did the wrong thing. The programming was wrong, but I could leave it. And just going forward, I could either switch them all to run zero volts, zero percent kind of thing, or I could make all of the future ones go, you know, all the ones going forward be correct. Zero volts is wide open. And when I got there the next morning, I realized I found out that indeed the programming was was uh, incomplete, we will say. And that was a quick switch. Um, the, the Johnson interface is super easy to uh, switch those things. Did that, took care of business, and I was on my way. But I still had those eight boxes from the day before that I had to go back and recycle the, uh, you know, redo the, 
output on the the actuator, actually the input to the actuator for the signal. And so I did that because I wanted everything to be right. And I want there to be consistency across all the VAVs. Uh, so, so I went back to the ones that I had touched the day before. Now, the nice thing is I actually had two of them I couldn't reach. Like it was impossible for me to get to them at that time. And so uh, I didn't. I didn't have to do that. It was wonderful. They were already done. Um, and the other ones were pretty easy to get to. It wasn't too bad. It took me some time, but I got it done. And uh, I, I left on a Friday feeling pretty good about, uh, about what, what had transpired. Uh, it would have been nice to have not had to have that issue come up and not taken that time to go back and redo. But in the end, uh, I left what I had done in a good, good place, um, with a quality product in, in, in place. Now this caused another little issue uh, that I kind of hesitate to bring up, but my hope is that nobody figures it out and comes crying, uh, because the chances of anybody hearing this while it matters still, uh, are pretty slim. <laughs> So because the signal was running the opposite direction of what was uh, intended, the, our installer was kind enough to uh, open up all the hot water valves for the mechanical guys so that they could flush the system. Except that when he did that, because the signal was running opposite of what we expect, um, he actually closed all the hot water valves. And so that system didn't actually get flushed out, uh, which kind of sucks. They'll be coming back and um, cleaning out the strainers a whole lot sooner than, than they suspected they would. So there's the downside of that. I guess the big lesson in all of this is uh, first and foremost, do things right the first time quality over quantity, because it really turns out to be quantity in the end. So had the programmer gone and changed all those things, uh, he would have saved time for other trades down the road. Um, would have saved time for me. Now I'm not pointing fingers. I'm just saying that's, that's the way this works in my view of things. Had I checked it, uh, now that's you know it's not my program, and that doesn't mean I can't change it because I own this job now, so um, it is what it is. But I didn't think to, and that was my failing, was that I didn't think to check the other guy's programming, and I should have. I should have gone through and um, function tested it and made sure everything was running the way that I suspected that it should. And uh, that was a great lesson learned for me on that. Had I done that, had I taken that extra hour, maybe, to go through all the outputs and look at them and see how they were running, then I could have saved myself probably six hours um, of going back around, getting back into areas that had been closed off and whatnot making changes and all that kind of stuff. 
at maybe not six, but probably about four. So I'd be three hours ahead. So sometimes when it looks like someone is going slow and you're just like, go, 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 go. I want to turn the product out. That's great. But if you're turning out the wrong product and you got to go back and redo it, you didn't save yourself any time. Um, yeah, there's a couple of old, uh, old quips, old axioms, uh, that, that come to mind here. And one of them is, uh, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing right. And if it's worth doing right, it's worth doing right the first time. Uh, the, the, another one is, uh, something along the lines of, um, if you don't have time to do it right now, when are you going to have time to get it right later or make it right later? Maybe that's what it is. Don't have, when are you going to have time to make it right later? And I think there's a lot of truth to that. Um, get it right the first time. Get it done to the perfection and walk away and never have to visit it again. Uh, I wish I had done that more, but at the same time, I had to learn my lesson on this. Uh, I think a couple things came into play, one of which was my ignorance of the product. And ignorance isn't a bad thing. It's, it, just, it is what it is some days. If you've never uh, done it, dealt with, uh, dealt with an issue before, um, in my case, I've got a new product and I'm still learning my way around it. I will say this, there's not a very good chance that this problem will ever happen again for me uh, because I'm learning. I'm learning my lesson from it. And I will try... My goal is to program stuff myself, obviously, uh, in the future, which I'm starting to do already. Uh, but I want to program my own systems, and I want to make sure they're right. Now, I've been told that on occasion, <laughs> which I don't quite understand this, but that on occasion, uh, the Johnson interface, uh, because it's, it's basically kind of configurable in a way, like they're programmable, but it's self-programming. It's a very interesting concept to me and i i have mixed feelings on it overall i really like it but it it's it's just it's different to me it's new and i see a lot of value to it um but apparently sometimes it makes hot water valves uh direct acting and sometimes it makes some reverse acting um i I think there's more to this story than meets the eye and that uh, there will be a follow-up on this later. But right now, that's what I was told and that's what I'm rolling with. And so there's another uh, example of the same thing. Check your work. Well, you can say the computer does it for you and the computer programmed it for you. And that's fine and dandy, but check it make sure it functions the way you're expecting it to and the way everybody else is expecting it to. So uh, quality over quantity, get the job done right the first time. That was my big take. Oh, oh, I forgot. I was going through uh, uh, the reasons that I thought I did all this. I was about to close out and I didn't finish that part. So my, my, my excuses, my excuses, dear teacher, uh, are that I was ignorant of the product and I think I allowed myself to become distracted a little bit, uh, by, by other things. So I was using a, a new connectivity tool, 
and that also does a point-to-point checkout, which is super awesome. Uh, if you're using Johnson products and you're not using the map tool, get on board. That thing is awesome. Um, so I was playing with that, and uh, I think I just kind of got distracted in dealing with it and failed to uh, pay attention to things I needed to pay attention to. And like I said, I didn't. it didn't really register to me that I had a a potentially big issue until I walked out the door and then I kicked myself all the way home. So let me tell you from that job site is a good distance home. Uh, so I got a lot of kicking in. So let's see what else was there. That was pretty much it. You know, new job, new job site, new product, uh, fancy gizmos. And I really just needed to get down to basics and what I know. And I find that I do my worst work when I allow myself to get rushed or distracted from doing what I know I need to do. And so if I can keep myself from getting rushed and I can focus on the task at hand and do the things I know that I need to do to put out a quality product for my customers, then I generally do exactly that. So, you know, your mileage may vary. Um, I would be very interested to know what you have to say about all of this. And I also hope that uh, you're enjoying episode number one of the Building Automation Drive. Uh, it's a name with uh, kind of a double meaning to it. Uh, but uh, I, I'm enjoying this so far. Uh, it's been a process just to get episode number one up and running and a learning experience. And I hope to have a whole lot more. I will apologize right now for the audio quality of this episode and probably all future episodes. Because once again, I'm not going to wait until I've got the perfect set up and a studio and a producer and an editor and blah, 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 blah. I'm just trying to put this out and uh, hopefully help some of you out there as well as help myself and grow my own career and bring you guys along with me, hopefully. Uh, there's a lot of great shows out there, and I just want to bring a slightly different perspective to it, my own perspective. And I'm doing this probably as much for me as anyone else. I'm hoping to... Uh, uh, improve my own craft you know they say there's no better way to learn than to teach and i believe that to be true and so i'm kind of teaching here i'm re causing myself to reflect upon my own lessons learned and hopefully giving you the opportunity to learn from my mistakes because uh good lord knows i make enough of them on my own that you don't need to be making the same ones too so uh yeah let me know what you guys think and keep an eye out for future episodes and we'll we'll see you on the next one thanks a lot have a great day